Okay, here we are. We are live on location in Evora, Portugal. And you can hear it in the background. You should be able to hear it. There's some lovely ladies that are cooking us up something uh, to eat soon after this. But today, what are we what are we talking about today? We're in Lisbon, dude. I knew. I thought I got by it. I thought I got nope. by it. <laughs> nope, we're in Lisbon because we're on the beach. Evora is 131.7 kilometers away from the ocean, you dummy. You sabotaged me. <laughs> So this is the Rock episode, right? Yeah, the Rock. We uh, the Rock has a new movie coming out. It is Black Adam. We've already seen it, obviously. You know, we have special kind of ins and outs um, when it comes to the the whole industry. So, yep. so we've already seen Black Adam. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some other Rock movies, and and we're gonna yeah, we're gonna go from there. We're gonna go from there. All right. What's What's the first oh, Black Adam? The first Rock movie. <laughs> Black Adam's the first one. Then I have the IMDb page. Oh, okay, um, so then we can, yeah, just go through them after that. It's just going to be Rampage for all of the rest of it. Maybe we should save Black Adam for the last one. Okay. So it's like a buildup of tension. You know, yeah. everybody getting ready for the reveal. With its early movies. Of what actually happened. There is... So I'm going to check on the girls. I'm just going to make sure that they're cooking those things properly. Oh, it's I not that I'm... They're cooking properly. <laughs> we're not cooking people. We're not... They... Probably. Okay, we're back here. So yeah, we're going to start at the bottom of the IMDP page. And just go through every single The Rock movie that has come out in history. We've actually watched all of them. We've we're seen huge. all of them. We made sure. Yeah, yesterday we made sure to just plug in we're any ones that Dwayne we... Dwayne fans. We're Dwayne fans. <laughs> Big Dwayne fans. That's right. <laughs> so so the first one Freaking on is... Oh my... This is really long, actually. <laughs> He's very prolific. So the USWA Championship Wrestling TV series. When he was Rocky Maivia. Rocky Maivia, yeah. Uh, so that's when he was uh, more in tune with his Hawaiian roots, and he was he was wrestling, which this... is weird because he's from Iowa. That is weird. What? <laughs> <laughs> so so in this one, this was actually about it was a it was a caper. It was a caper movie where he was playing the cop trying to stop the the other people. This was Edward Norton, I believe was was the was the other other one. So it was Ed Norton and Dwayne Johnson. Um, this is his first movie. And it also had Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley was, of course, the villain. Yeah, she's the fanny bandit. She was the fanny bandit. Yeah. So <laughs> Kira Knightley. <laughs> it was. It's not you know menacing or anything, but it made sense because yeah. of the way that she stole things. Well, and his the Rock's character name was the Fluffer, and it, so <laughs> was it. <laughs> yep. So yeah, so we've got Kira Knightley and Dwayne Johnson. It's first ever role on television this was a whole series it wasn't just a movie mm-hmm. so it was a whole Can't series catch a fanny bandit in one two hour stint no no it the, takes weeks of the fanny bandit is <laughs> is a very capable uh capable heister mm. so yeah so the rock had to work with edward norton edward norton had a bit of a you know he was back and forth you couldn't really tell whether he was good or mm-hmm. not so they're both chasing the Fanny Bandit, mm-hmm. uh, Kira Knightley, for different reasons. For different reasons, Edward Norton obviously he was he was a, a proctologist, mm-hmm. so he was trying to catch the Fanny Bandit because he wanted to work on a proct. <laughs> he was trying to work on her on her ass. We need to be careful here because here in Europe, Fanny is the front butt. That's true. That's true. So we got to make sure that all the people around know that we're talking about the back butt. It was. The, it's the back butt. Yeah, that's <laughs> a very important thing to distinguish uh, <laughs> under these circumstances. All scientific terms. <laughs> so, so this was a, you know, it was a good heist movie. It was the first Dwayne Johnson. It was his first role. I give it a coconut out of a half a coconut. 
So uh, what do you what do you give this one? I give it an unladen African swallow. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's that's good. So the second second movie that he was in, everybody remembers him, of course, from Everybody Loves Raymond. From Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. So he had a great role in that. He was he was Ray's brother. He was he was the first one to play Dwayne Ray's the Rock brother, Johnson Garrett. Dwayne the Rock Johnson Garrett was his character name <laughs> exactly, and so he was playing Ray's brother, and he started out that role, but he got he got a little big, you know, after that. Mm. Um, once he got his wrestling career and all that stuff, so yeah. So what happened in Everybody Loves Raymond? Uh, we didn't watch the whole series, you know, we didn't have time, but we watched the episodes with the Rock. Well, he ended up sleeping with Ray's wife, so then it made it very contentious on set, and that's why he ended up getting written off. Well, like, that's even yes. though it was in the script. It was in the script, and the yes, Rock actually just did it. That and it was with Ray's actual wife, not his like on screen wife. That's how dedicated he is to his role. They tried. They tried to repair it afterwards by saying that Ray was actually participating. He liked getting cucked. Yeah, but a lot of the fans didn't think that it was it was the right turn for the characters. So yeah, so that's what happened in that. I give it one thumb up out of fourteen thumbs up. So what do you give it? Um, where are you putting that thumb up? The Fanny Bandit. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, so what's your what was your score? I give it um, a really nice slammer from my old Pogs set. Oh my! Oh wow! So you rated it a little higher than me. Yeah, you liked little. it a little bit more. Okay, well, I think that's fair. There were a lot of good things about it. So then his next one. There are seventy five things on here. We can't take too long on each one. So um, we'll go to the next one. This one was called Doom. This was Doom. Actually, it was mood, but the whole movie was backwards. So he was just really upset most of the movie, and then sometimes he was happy. Then he kept looking at his ring so he could see where he was at on his feelings. He played a, a therapist. I thought it was a really um, insightful, really thoughtful, emotionally driven movie. You know, I thought given that he was, they were so in tune with everything that he was uh, going through. You know, through this whole thing. Yeah, and it like was really um, insightful. The way that they did the movie backwards shows that whenever you're feeling something, you can always trace back to the root of that feeling to understand yourself better. And right. That's why they call it mood. That's why they call <laughs> it the title exactly. backwards too. It's, it's, I, I so, thought it was brilliant. You yeah. know, even you know the gunplay was backwards. The alien fighting stuff you know that all that was backwards mm -hmm. so it was a really bold choice but it really worked because it underlined the thematics of the whole movie mm -hmm. and then to find out at the end once you wind it all the way down and find out what actually happened that he was fingered by Kira Knightley <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that was really a harrowing moment in the movie well to it, find out it makes that. sense why he was always like walking around with his back to the wall <laughs> why he drove a monster truck everywhere? Because you didn't, you didn't understand. You didn't understand why they made choices. You didn't understand those until you got to the end. And yep. then he's always had his back to the wall, and he's driving a monster truck for some reason. <laughs> I, don't I, I still don't think I understand how that fits, but it made sense, you know, in the logic of the movie. So it was, uh, yeah, it was really well put together. Mm. So I'm gonna give mood. <laughs> I would give Mood uh, about 14 Papa Joes out of 15 Papa Joes. I think it was really good. Really good movie. I'm going to give it a nice chaise lounge. A chaise lounge? Yep. Okay, so but you... nobody can sit on it, though. It's like one of those ones you put in the fancy living room. And oh, going. okay. So, okay, so good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> mixed, mixed Looks bad. Looks good. <laughs> Looks nice, yeah. 
The All visuals right. were amazing. CGI hey, was crazy. Well, you, oh, no, you gotta flip the... On the side... So- hold on. They're just making cereal. I don't understand. <laughs> Alright, so the, uh, that was... That was Mood. Um, you know, really important tentpole in his oeuvre. So now after that, of course, he was in um, the hit show. Uh, I mean, this is a major, huge, mega hit, Hannah Montana. You know, so he was playing the lead role, obviously, in that. Which was Montana. Which was Montana, the state of Montana, yeah. <laughs> so this was about the state of Montana and its struggles being in between the other states that are around it. Like Idaho, North South Dakota. Yeah, those ones. Wyoming. But it has a buffer with North Dakota, so it didn't really have uh, much of a beef there. I don't think North Dakota exists, to be honest with you. They put it on film, but I'm pretty sure that that was just like somebody's backyard yeah let's talk about that i think that that you're right i don't think it exists i don't think it ever has Mm -hmm. i think people have just been saying that it exists and that is more interesting than the actual tv show hannah montana well because they filmed most of it where north dakota supposedly is supposed to be so the rock as montana was out of the shot the whole time he was like the next state over existing yeah like cities on him and stuff so it made it uncomfortable to like be able to call him to start the show and you can't even see him. They just yell him from the side, Hey. Wyoming. <laughs> What's with the wheat? Or whatever. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there just wasn't enough conflict. There wasn't enough to do because he couldn't move. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they, they made the bold choice of letting him talk as Montana. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wasn't able to move. He couldn't do anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't actually have any appendages. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just uh, a box. Um, that was shaped like Montana. Yeah, and his catchphrase didn't work as well as I thought it would. And it uh-huh. was just a total ripoff of Goonies. He's like, hey, big sky. <laughs> so Montana as a state, I give it um, I give it two of the Western fronts in the First World War out of three. Uh, so what do you give it? I'll give it North Dakota. You'll give it so it doesn't exist. So yeah, yeah. So it's I, not I give it nothing. Not I give, I give okay. Montana right. nothing. That's probably your worst, uh, your worst score yet. So now working on uh, off the IMDb page. You know, obviously we're trying to make it to Black Adam. That's mm-hmm. the important one. Yeah. That's the one that's coming out. Yeah. It's <laughs> brand new. We got a special screener of it. So uh, let's talk about Moana. Well, hey, what's that? I think we skipped over an extremely important one. One of the most important ones on the list. Yeah. Is Amazing Oscar performance role as Derek in The Tooth Fairy. Oh, Derek in The Tooth Fairy. Yes, yes. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, Derek in The Tooth Fairy. This was... When he stole the teeth. When he stole the teeth, yes. It's kind of a callback to his earlier work when he he was working as a, a police officer. Now mm-hmm. he's on the other side. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's stealing teeth from children uh-huh. and then using them to grind them up to use as uh, fake cocaine. So, yep. so that he can he can ensnare some some drug dealers. Yeah, Jason Statham. Yeah, Jason Statham, the drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh uh, no, I'm sorry. Wasn't Jason Statham? He was one of the children, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, stole so. Jason Statham's teeth. He was going to sell it to Paul Walker, the drug dealer. Yeah, yeah, Paul Walker. So, so what was the? I can't even remember what was the overall arc in this thing. Like the the major like pivot point. Yeah, what was what was going on with that? When he realized that all of these children now got dentures, and Paul Walker was actually also somebody that made dentures, so in stealing all these teeth, he was helping his enemy the whole time. 
the one that he was trying to like fake pass fake cocaine onto because he's trying to sabotage him was actually just helping fuel his empire. He just poured him into the mold. Child dentures. Of child dentures, yeah. And of course, it's a big industry. Child yeah. dentures. <laughs> you're going to get into any industry. That's the one. It's booming. Uh, it's booming. Fueled so by Big Nestle. Yeah, Big Nestle. And of course, um, then we find out later that, that, what's his name? Paul Walker was working with Vin Diesel the whole time mm-hmm. and Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. I forgot that Vin Diesel and Jason Statham are separate people just then. They're not. <laughs> so, so Vin Statham, <laughs> we find out they're working together because uh, Vin Statham had been knocking the teeth out of all the children. Mm, that right? makes sense. To, yeah, yeah, to prematurely mm-hmm. um, make them need dentures. So, <laughs> so, so it was this big conspiracy. It mm-hmm. went all the way up to the, to the Black House. It was the Black House in, in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, it had been painted... By Billie Eilish. So that's so then that's what we find out. It's a good mm-hmm. turn. It was interesting. Well, it was because of um, what was it, President uh, Mick Jagger? Mick Jagger, yeah, President yeah. Mick Jagger. Was, like, Billie Kermit Eilish was Jagger. Hired, <laughs> yeah, was hired uh, hired Billie Eilish, and Billie Eilish was like, "What would you like me to do?" And Mick Jagger was like, "Well, I see a red door, and I want to paint it black. I see a White House, and I want to paint it black." That's and true. So those were the instructions. Yeah, yeah. So by the end, then you get Calypso, who you know had promised early on to grant a wish to anybody who could make the most child dentures, and <laughs> so so that's what that's what Paul Walker gets to do. And Paul Walker wished for immortality and mm-hmm. was killed on the spot. <laughs> so that was uh, it was sad, you know. Obviously, mm-hmm. Vin Statham did a tribute to him at the end. Um, mm-hmm. You know, called him brother, all that stuff. But it it was it was a really interesting turn in the movie. Yeah. So so I appreciate that. Really unique story in the Tooth Fairy. It was, that's, it was unique. That's why it was like nominated for so many awards, and it wasn't just like some cheesy little shit comedy. Did I put it in the right one? I I turned on the washer. Wait, but was it? Oh, right. But that's they look dry. Yeah, it spun fast. It spun very fast on the express wash. But okay, but if they does that dry them out? No, Do I even need to put them? RPMs. Yeah, put it in the dryer still. Still, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You don't want me to do it for you. <laughs> I don't know the settings. I don't know the settings. All right, for I'll, that. I'll do it for you. It's really weird that there's a washer and dryer on the beach. <laughs> All right, he's out of earshot, so now I can be honest about what's been going on with this whole whole show. It's something that I I feel like I should come clean about. Come clean about the the real kind of. Uh, motivation and what's actually going on with the hosts of the show. I don't know how much time I have. I think I can get through the whole story. Okay, so it start. So yeah, we were talking about the Rock movies. We had just gotten through Moana, which was about tooth teeth. No tooth fairy. We're about to start Moana. Oh, start Moana. And you're okay. done talking shit. What <laughs> you talking about? So. <laughs> So Moana, he was the voice of Moana. You know, he had some beautiful songs. Mm-hmm. There was that one anthem song, mm-hmm. you know, where she talks about... We will, we will rock you. We will, we will rock you. Him. Yeah, exactly. There was a... <laughs> and I heard that actually on set, he was the one who decided what was going to be in the song. You know, he rejected um, all the songs that they had previously put in. No, like, this doesn't sound like a traditionally Maori song. No, like, it all. doesn't. It doesn't sound like a Disney song either. <laughs> but... But he felt that it better expressed the rockness mm-hmm. of Moana as a character. Yeah. He was just so inspired by Elizabeth Windsor, uh, the queen at the time. Yes, Elizabeth Windsor, the queen. <laughs> he was so inspired that he wanted to change the song to We Will Rock You. 
Yep. Okay, so <laughs> then it's it's a great movie. It's you know it's got some dumb plotting elements, and it's not it's not classic. You was, know, like the early Disney movies. Yeah, or anything it was like really that. unrealistic because they had grandparents. Who had grandparents? I don't know some of the characters. Okay, yeah, grandparents are unrealistic. I mean, they live in that long. That just seems crazy to me. And she also had a. Uh, I want to use. It's going to use a term. But it's used in a context that I don't know if I could use it. I'm just going to say it. So they had a, a neurodivergent chicken. And, uh... No, I'm cutting that out. <laughs> I'm not going to put that in there. Right. Um, but it had kind of all the, the elements of, of a normal Disney Pixar kind of movie. You know, it was gorgeous. It had mm. beautiful water. The water animation was incredible. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, obviously they had toilets everywhere. That was the main plot point of the movie. Well, and that's why it made the water so, so pretty. It was so accurate because... It had all the turds floating in it throughout the whole movie as well. <laughs> because I don't know if you know this about Maori people, or actually most people, if they live near an ocean, they just poop in it. That might have been the most slanderous thing that you've said so far. <laughs> so um, I wouldn't have said it if it wasn't true. Stop pooping in the ocean if you don't want to see your turds floating around. I mean, that's good advice. It is good advice. So Moana, we get to the end where it turns out the mountain was actually a lady. Who was just on the rag, and that's the reason she was throwing a fit. Yep, yeah, that was the throwing a volcanic now. fit. Yeah. So I didn't really, I didn't really like the the denouement of this of this particular movie. But The Rock, excellent singer, all the way through. Uh, with We Will Rock You, with the Rocky Horror Picture Show, mm. you know, songs that he did with Bicycle, Bicycle when he <laughs> did that song. You know, all twinkle, those Twinkle Little Star, Twinkle Stars. Uh, he did all those, you know, really well, and they all fit obviously in the in the theme of the movie. What did you think about the surprise ending where he died from suicide by cop? Was that <laughs> was that the after credit scene? Yes, I didn't stay. I didn't stay for that. Well, there was only one person that made the whole movie. It was just The Rock, so the credits were only like twelve seconds, dude. I still I got out of there pretty quick. So so he was he's suicide by cop at the end. I don't mm-hmm. think that really fits the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the the character. I mean Moana. She killed several people throughout, and she enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And she was evading the cops, so it didn't mean it didn't make much sense for her to then suicide by cop. Yeah, she went to like turn herself in and was like waving a gun at him, like do it. Oh, uh, maybe maybe there was some kind of internal self loathing that we didn't really pick up on through the rest of the. It would have made it so much easier if they would have enacted some of the other mechanisms that they used in his earlier movie, Mood, so we could figure out what was going on with him. You know, that was such a good movie. (laughs) Such a good movie. Yeah, but that's the gold standard of rock movies. So, yeah, it's difficult to beat that one. Okay, so, geez, you know, we have so many more. We're still... We've got to get to... I was going to say we cut it down to just the really good ones, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. All right, all right. Uh, we still need to get to Black Adam. You know, obviously, uh, this is a, a world first. We're going to be able to talk about the details of this movie, but um, we'll do Rampage. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rampage, yeah, this is where he... Hold on. This is where he played... Jumanji. Jumanji. So they were playing the board game Jumanji, yep. and they were all giant furry monsters, right? Mm-hmm. And they were destroying cities, but while they were playing this board game. Yeah, yeah. And, and let's go back, because this is made after the classic video game, Primal Fear. Primal, yes, yeah, That's so it's based that on that, <laughs> yeah, it's based on Primal Fear, which is a fantastic video game, mm-hmm. I mean, it was Starring all... Richard Gere. It was Dinosaurs and Richard Gere, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those were the characters? Yep. Yeah, so, of course, Richard Gere was the OP character, yep. um, you know, because he, he had that one attack 
where he'd open the box with the jewels in it, mm-hmm. and they'd go to touch it, and then he'd slam it on their hand. Ah, yeah, that's what they'd say. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was it. Was an OP attack, but it it was a really fun game. But of course, he makes it into the movie. It was nice that they were able to keep it scientifically accurate and have all of the characters have feathers. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Richard Gere with feathers. I didn't know it was going to work. The Rock had feathers. The Rock had the feathers. The giant gorilla had feathers. <laughs> Every single one of them. Uh, yeah, uh, they didn't really explain that <laughs> that mm-hmm. part much, but it was it was a choice. It was a choice. It, it kind of reminded me, it made me think of, um, what was that movie? It was... Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It was... <laughs> I was thinking of Black Swan. Uh, it made me think of Black Swan because in, in that movie, uh, Natalie Portman, you know, she was a young Asian girl who had been trained in the martial arts. Mm-hmm. And she had all these, like, flying techniques and all this stuff. But but she there was a sword, the Green Dragon sword, mm-hmm. that she wanted to steal for her own, you know, strength and glory and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. You can use the sword's name. It's not racist anymore. Smog. Oh, was it called Smog? Yep. Uh, okay. I didn't want to say it. You know, I was it's trying to avoid Because I watched the, the PC edit, mm-hmm. um, so it took out everything that was offensive, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it took out all the men. It mm-hmm. took out all the white people, colored them black. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they had changed the name to the Green Dragon Sword as opposed yep. to Smog. So Natalie Portman, obviously, uh, you know, she's, she's a decent actress. She can do well in a lot of places. Very portly. She's... <laughs> I don't even know. She's very skinny. I don't know. <laughs> she drinks a lot of port. Is that what you mean? Sure. <laughs> N- Niles would approve. <laughs> so, yeah, over, overall, there there was that movie. What are we talking about? Rampage? Yep. Okay, yeah. So how did this, what happened at the end of this movie? Um, he broke a door because he lost on the Ultimate Fighter show. So they they had moved on from... The Rampage that I'm talking about <laughs> So, yes, I remember that. Uh, yeah, he lost at Jumanji. Uh, so, out of anger, um, while they, and they were on the show. They were shooting a documentary at the same time they were making the movie while they were on the show. So, yeah, he broke the door. He, yeah, he, he was very frustrated. Kicked through the door. It was only on, like, round two, though, so there's plenty of other rounds. I think he didn't he, even show any of those in the movie. He was struggling, you know, to count the rounds, so he wasn't really sure mm-hmm. uh, where they were. So, yeah, that was that was quite the quite the ending to that movie. So, that was Rampage. I give it one molecular charcoal out of a, out of a, out of a three molecular charcoals. So what do you give it? I give it a biscuit lizard. A biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's a that's a biscuit wizard for rampage. All right. So um, we don't have a whole lot of time left. We have to pick carefully here the things that that we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Um, Because we have to get to Black Adam. We have to get to Black Adam. Mm-hmm. And have enough time to talk about it. So, the really, really, the best ones that he's done. So, the Tech 9 music video yep. uh, for Face Off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Very important. Shout out to Terramana. I think that's an alcohol or something that The Rock is involved with. He <laughs> says it all the time now. So. <laughs> okay. What was, uh, what was Tech 9's alcohol? Oh. He had an alcohol yeah, in one of his songs. Caribou Lou. Yeah, Caribou Lou. Yeah, that's 151 Malibu rum and pineapple juice. Yeah, yeah. Which is what, what we're drinking out here yep, in on Portugal. The beach. <laughs> <laughs> we got a whole bunch of Malibu rum here in Portugal. Yeah, yeah. And the Caribou Lou, um, you know, it's good stuff. And Tech 9. Made out of real caribou. 
made out of real caribou. Tech Nine is, you know, one of the the classic rap artists. He's he's kind of better known for, you know, spitting fast verses with uh, a number of dumb things in the verses. But you know, when you spit him fast, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it's fun flow. Yeah, it's fun flow. He's got, you know, he's really got a, a really great rhythm and interesting ideas when it comes to the, you know, the songs and everything. Yeah, so the so rock wasn't bad in that song actually. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought he would be as a rapper. <laughs> Somebody else wrote the verse for sure, um, but yeah, it was, it was like, all right, all right, good job. It was better than WWE aggression or WWF aggression. I thought that was a pretty good song. No, the album. I'm talking about there the was whole, an album. The whole album. I thought you were joking. It's <laughs> an actual album. Yep, and it had a bunch of rappers, and they made rap songs about WWF wrestlers using their music. Oh my god, their intro music. We should listen to that, actually. Yeah. I want to know what that was like. The Rock song is called Jabroni, and it's Method Man. Method Man doing Jabroni? Yep. Oh, my God. Did they do one for Stone Cold yep. or John Cena? John Cena was after that. Oh, he was didn't exist yeah, it yet. Was, it was like <laughs> the Generation X era. Oh, my God. What was that? X Factor and, and uh, Triple H? Yeah, Triple H, who now owns WWF. Does he? Yeah. Vince McMahon stepped down. Triple H owns it. Um, yeah, so it was the Generation X. They had, uh, the Outlaws with the road dog Jesse James and the badass Billy Gunn. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but quickly, the finale for that music video really caught me off guard where he fought Edward Scissorhands. And obviously Rock beat Scissors, but it was a very <laughs> quick match. Jesus. <laughs> It's gonna be nonsensical, and then <laughs> size it right back in. All right, uh, so yeah, rock beat scissors, <laughs> <laughs> and that was at the end of at the music video, the face off, the face off music video. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. So that was obviously that was a good one. It's some one that we absolutely needed to talk about for sure. Mm-hmm. Now we only have time. Well, what's your rating for? Oh yeah, we have, we've got to rate face off. Uh, so I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. One of Baby Yoda's limbs out of the total of Baby Yoda's limbs. Okay. You know, but I think I, I'll add his nose, too, because of uh, what happened at the end. I thought that, that was that was pretty smart. Was so, um, yeah, so I give, it, I give it that. One limb plus the nose out of all the limbs. All right, deal. Yeah. I'm going to give it paper. He'll never see it covered. <laughs> All right, so that's paper. <laughs> I'm not sure the conversion on that one, but it's uh, beat rock. He's never gonna see it covered. But you're not. You're not. <laughs> if I give it to him, you're not trying to to beat the. Never mind. Uh, so okay, so um, yeah, we have about we have about two seconds to talk about Black Adam. Oh, so oh, son of a no, we're out. We're out. We needed to. We should have spaced that better. That is really rough that we didn't get get to that. All the people, you know, that smuggled us the the screener. Is there our friend Harvey? We let him. <laughs> I don't know. Harvey Dent. <laughs> That's his <laughs> alias. Definitely not any other Harveys. So we let Harvey down, um, not being able to do this. Um, we probably shouldn't say your name on. <laughs> That's how we got it. But uh, you know, we're gonna have to save it. We're gonna have to save it for next time. You know, maybe a year from now when we do the rock again or something. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll have to talk about it. Yeah. But yeah, that was fun. So um do you wanna say bye to the people? Maybe. Okay. So I'll see ya. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Mm-hmm.